Chicago. I sure hope you like our show. I'm Elwood. My brother Jake. Why'd they turn off the lights? Maybe they blow a fuse. I don't think so, man. Those lights are off on purpose. Okay, we gotta figure out something these people like and fast. Hey, I've got it. Remember the theme from Rawhide? Gil Faber, Rowdy Yates. What key? Hey, good country key. Rawhide and A. This is Donnie Smith. And this is the I Like to Watch podcast. How are you, Mr. Smith? How did you, did you enjoy the, uh, the, the triple Don episode with your father? Well, it was fun. It was fun. I, 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 there was like a lot of dropouts here and there in the recording itself, which I think just happens when three fucking loud ass motherfuckers are (laughs) talking over each other, which, you know, I keep, you keep reminding me, I keep doing my best. You know, it's a conversation. It's, it's, it gets hard sometimes, but yeah, you know, my dad, I, 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 I believe that was his, uh, uh, first ever podcast ever. Well, well, there you go. I think he did a good job. No, it was great. It was great. Yeah. 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 He, I, I texted him. I said, it sounds great. Hope you had fun. He said he had a fucking blast. And I'm like, yeah, you come back at some point. Like you fit right in with us. So there you go. You know, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a good, yeah, it was a good episode. Stop the a lot of information in there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I had a lot of fun and it was fun because I did end up watching, uh, based on our conversation, I ended up watching several, mm. uh, James Bond films. Okay, and uh, and enjoyed and enjoyed all of them really. In fact, I enjoyed them a lot more than I did Thunderball. So yeah, uh, yeah well, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of them are are far more enjoyable than Thunderball. Um, are better, but yeah, but all of them are. You know, they all have their merits, and uh, you know, yeah, yeah, they're a good time. It's freaking fun. Okay, so uh, I think uh, I think Donnie Smith. 
Yeah. Given that you are in La La Land. Oh, yeah. And uh, you are in the industry. You have a little housekeeping. housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping. Should you come back in an hour? Housekeeping, you want towels? Oh, towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep. Yeah, so, you know, I was... I just, you know, keeping abreast of things and noticing uh, a lot of headlines recently, although this is not a new thing. Um, the streamers are starting to just fully delete not just movies, but like original TV shows that the streamers themselves have created. They're like, yeah, I, for, I don't know what the metrics are for them. But for me as a viewer, it feels like, yeah, people aren't watching them. Eh, fuck you, goodbye. And it feels really shitty because people wrote that, people produced that, people directed that, people acted in that, whatever it might be, whether it's animated, live action. There was a lot of collaborators that came together to make the project happen, right? And to have it wholesale disappear feels really fucking shitty. Um, not just from a, a, a consumer standpoint, but from an artist standpoint, uh, what yeah, you got something? Go, yeah. God. Well, I, I I've read enough of them, and I I and maybe I'm mis misinterpreting it because what I'm reading is that they're deleting it from their streaming service, but that doesn't mean they're completely deleting the show. Is that where or, or am I just misreading that? Well, it depends what exactly you're reading. Whatever I sent you um to kind of spark this conversation um we don't know like it might not be fully deleted it might be shopped eventually to what do they call it avod um no not avod vod just vod no 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 but there's a specific acronym for the lesser tier so when you have netflix oh. you have you have amazon right but then those companies specifically amazon um, Warner Brothers, those companies then own small, uh, lower tiered streamers like Tubi and 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 Vudi and Booby and Baba and Poopoo and whatever the fuck they're called, right? Those are ad supported streamers, right? So I, I forget what the fucking ag. I don't have it pulled up right now. There's an acronym for ad supported uh, uh, streaming, right? Ass. ass ass basically we call it fucking ass uh it used to be called fucking uh cable right but now you know it used to be called tnt now i don't know what they call it but yeah so like they're removing they're rem they're like systematically removing their original programming uh, uh from their their streaming services a lot of these uh, streamers and you and i've talked about this months years now about how no one ever really had a full library of anything on streaming. Like no one, not even Amazon, right? You couldn't even pay to rent a movie on Amazon. I'm sure there are a lot of movies. I don't have a fucking list because I don't know who does have a list. I'm sure there are a lot of fucking movies that even if you wanted to see it right now, you could not rent it, pay to see it, pay to own it on any of the streamers, right? That is so my true. House so my housekeeping question is, in the wake of this uh, fucking streamer bullshit where they're just basically strip mining everything 
um, that costs them money that they don't need to be spending money on. And the literal fact that video stores are gone, right? Blockbuster was probably the dinosaur on the planet, right? Holding out till the very end. Um, But the mom and pops, the, what was it? Hollywood video. I think there was blockbuster video. I grew up going to classic video on the South side of Chicago. They're all fucking gone. 2020 video. I went to like six of them out here in LA. Um, They're all gone. Uh, There is an independent video store coming back in Los Angeles right now called Vidiots. And, you know, they, they have a lot of very famous people helping them out. And they've got a lot of goodwill and a lot of money going their way. But they're still like basically like the one independent video store in Los Angeles, right? Where you can actually go in and physically rent a fucking DVD or a Blu-ray of something. They also have a little screen that they're going to do screenings on and have like, you know, like you know, that kind of curated cinema thing going on there. What does physical media mean to you? Do, 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 do you own physical media? I was thinking about this question and there are a couple of a little, a little bit of context. And I think our age difference does somehow impact this conversation a, a little bit is okay. that, that, I, I've always grown up with music, uh, owning music. Uh, yeah, I owned albums. I owned eight track tapes. Then I had to go to to the to, to cassette tapes. Then I went to CDs. You know, so I've I've always kind of owned music. But for me, I the video VHS didn't really even hit until I think. For me, it was like 1979. It was like I was in eighth grade. That's when I first, like my dad, my stepdad had this giant top loader mm. RCA, right? <laughs> and we would rent, and we would rent, you know, from the Blockbuster. But uh, but we didn't own it. We never we rented from Blockbuster, but we never bought the the VHS. And so, I guess part of me, I, I guess when I look at this issue, and I do hear you, is that because you're used to owning um your own stuff you like to own your own stuff i've seen your your library you have a really pretty extensive dvd and blu-ray library i have some i mean there are some things i'll give you an example when i was a kid before there was anything like cable or vhs any of that stuff i loved the planet of the apes the original Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know the heston and and the only mcdowell yeah 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 yeah, the old Kim Hunter. And the only way I ever got to see them, though, was when the local TV station would show a marathon. Right. And then I would I would make it a night where my mom, and basically this was, was the game, is that she would set up a card table and cover it with a sheet so it was like a tent. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have a bowl of Snickers <laughs> and I would have a bowl of peanuts mm-hmm. and I would have something filled with sugar, you know, whatever, whatever pop i had and i would sit in front of the fucking tv like and i would just be inside my little tent and i would watch all night long because they would show here's planet of the apes here's beneath the planet of the apes here's battle here here's escape from the planet of apes and i do that well when i turned 35 i hadn't seen the planet of the apes for a long time but when i turned 35 my mom sent me this giant box for my birthday and in it was a card table a sheet, stickers, peanuts, two bowls, uh, a, some kind of pop, 
and the DVD collection of the Planet of the Apes. And I, as a 35-year-old man, got up under that goddamn little card table tent and stayed up all night and watched all of the Planet of the Apes. But the ownership of them was never something that was like really important to me because I grew up where, hey, if I wanted to see it, I had to see it on TV when they decided to show it. So yeah, I do own some. I own all of the Rockies and I own all the Rockies I have all the VHS of the Rockies. Oh my God. I have all the DVDs of the Rockies. Of course. I own all the digital copies of the Rockies. And they're all bookended on one shelf by two boxing gloves, right? Is that right? Not, not, not two see. boxing gloves, not two, <laughs> one. But, uh, you, know, it's a, you know, it's a metal yeah. one. But, but I love that <laughs> shit. And so, yeah, I own all the original uh, extended versions of the Lord of the Rings when they came mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is when I left Vegas uh, a year ago, I was uh, I wondered how much I was going to drag around with me because I've kind of gotten very minimalist. And I still have a tub full of DVDs that I'm probably not going to. I mean, I've got some Looney Tunes. I've got some very rare Ren and Stimpy stuff. Mm. Um, you know, I've got some stuff that I probably will not be able to find anywhere on streaming. But for the most part, uh, in fact, for the movie that we're watching tonight, I don't own it. Yeah. I rented it. I rented sure. it. You know, sure. and it's like it was four bucks, and I was like, yeah. and I was happy. I was happy to spend the four bucks. But I guess my issue is it, it's not as important for me to own it. Mm -hmm. But if they are, in fact, like I don't. I guess that's my. I. I. It doesn't make any sense to me that they would completely delete cinema. However. I mean, if that's what they're doing, that is that is actually, in my opinion, a, a, a big problem. But only if they're just deleting it, not just deleting it from access, so that it's, later on they can sell it to us. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like well, and I think this is where this is why I kind of broached the question, right? Because like, even if they shuffle it off to um, ad-supported streaming, right? The Blues Brothers is about, we're talking about the Blues Brothers tonight, right? The Blues Brothers is about, what, two, two and a half, 220, somewhere in there, right? It's over two long. hours. Is it, it is over two hours. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. As soon as you start putting ads every fucking 20 minutes to that movie, it's now going to be a fucking three hour movie, right? And I've always said, like, it's part of the reason I love cinema more than I've ever loved TV shows, right? I don't want my narrative broken up. I don't want my narrative dictated by commercial breaks, right? And even if they're not, uh, uh, e even if they're, they're, they're shuffling these things off, they're not fully deleting them, shuffling them off to ad supported shit. Like it's just so upsetting. Like I, I, we talked about this a little bit. I, I, I just rewatched The Sopranos. Right, I cannot imagine The Sopranos being broken up, and those are only what 49, 50 minute episodes, right? It's something like that. Yeah, I cannot imagine that narrative being broken up every ten or fifteen minutes, even if it's only two or three times in those fifty minutes. I cannot imagine that narrative being broken up by, uh, you know, my pillow guy or you know, fucking uh, Twisted Tea or fucking Schmirnoff Vodka or whatever the fuck the commercial might be, right? I, that's why physical physical media to me is important because I get to dictate how I watch it. Yeah, if, I want, if I want to pause it, right, I can pause it. 
Otherwise, I need to watch it straight through without any kind of interruption. And I and I think that's where I think I, that's why I mentioned earlier that our age difference probably has something to do with this. Because I do you were you were you ever do you recall a time where you couldn't like do that? Um. Yes. Okay. Because I was the. I, I, there was I'd a, say a yeah. substantial portion of my childhood, I didn't have the option. To oh no, watch no, no. Yep. My own, on, on my own style, I had to watch whatever the fuck they were shown on TV, and that was it. Or, or yeah. if I went to the movie, you know. Yes, and I think may, maybe uh, our, this speaks to our age difference. Maybe you went that way with it, and I said, "Oh, I don't have to do that anymore." Fuck you! I'm going to take all of it because I was the kid sitting there with the VHS, the top loader. VCR, right? With blank fucking cassette tapes. Okay. And I was that motherfucker who went and had the goddamn uh, uh, TV guide and was circling shit like this records at 7 o'clock on Friday. This records at 10 o'clock on Friday. This records at 10 p.m. on Saturday. And I was there with the fucking VCR, with the fucking blank tape, ready to push that motherfucker because this was even before you could program. Yeah, VCR, yeah, yeah. You had to tape you something. Had to. You had to fucking be there, put the tape in, and press play and record at the same motherfucking time, right? See, so like, a, so that's not even an age difference. That's just a difference in how we approach the ownership of that. Because I okay. never did that. I never oh, wow. did that. That okay. not once. Wow. I never. For I never, nothing. No, I never took the blank disc oh, or the blank cassette tape. I never took yeah. a blank cassette. Not no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not even with music. You didn't even do it with music. I did it with no. I did do it with music. Cassette tapes. I yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't that I. The thing is, I, I and this was a classic me. I didn't use the cassette tape to record music that I didn't already own. I mm. used the cassette tapes. To make mixes from cassette sure. tapes that already room. That's what sure. I did. It's but like, there was no, I there was no like creating new albums is what I was but, doing out of music I already owned. But there was no hit song at the time that you didn't already own the cassette tape of that you like waited for like Z ninety five or KCR. What was it? What was it in Chicago? It was not KCRW. It was, uh, well, I wasn't in Chicago when I was a kid. It was, oh no, it, no, no. That yeah, fair enough. What was the, fact, it was like the? It was T ninety five. T ninety five. Right. KIC T95, and yeah. it's very interesting that you mention it because I currently work for T95. <laughs> All right. So, so that's how go. long T95's been around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that that was literally my, my introduction to physical media was, like, those blank cassette tapes because, like, and, and God bless, like, you know, my mom's husband is a piece of shit, but I wish if there's one thing I could have taken – from the house after she passed um we had i mean it had a couple hundred vhs tapes where there are at least three four movies on each vhs tape See, so you would, you, have, you would have you would have blues brothers stripes animal house and ghostbusters yeah, like, our triple, features, like our triple features yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah well yeah, you know it's like yeah. my 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 third uh ex-wife the the prostitute um, her dad, it was one of the things we went to Pennsylvania and I heard, you know, to her dad's house. And he had mountains of, of the, those tapes. Like that oh. bought, but, but, but these are the ones he bought in the store. Oh, he, well, the only thing, and I never said anything to him at the time because I would look at these and I would go, why would you buy these movies? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to go out of your way to buy buy cassettes, they're like VHS cassettes <laughs> of movies. Why would you buy Spies Like Us? You know, what I mean, I was like, what? Right. Why are these the movies you chose? Because this is like the they're, worst bunch of fucking movies you could ever own. Why would you want to own these? So, so like, those, was, so but those were actual commercial copies of the tape. Yeah. Uh, okay, because I've seen some people on fucking line, like on Facebook or whatever. I've seen like nostalgia sites, nostalgia people who will literally go to flea markets, um, what's it called, garage sales, whatever. They will buy somebody else's VHS tape who recorded it off of cable in like 1990-something. And I'm like, I don't care if you, if that fucking cassette tape was free, I wouldn't take it. Like, what, what are you doing hoarding? You're a hoarder, basically. You're a hoarder. You know, you know, and uh, I would say actually, I, yeah. you know, Mary Lynn actually asked me the other day, she's like, so because we were talking kind of like a similar kind of thing we were talking about. And she even said, she's like, are there who who even owns a VCR anymore? Like, well, does anyone does anyone even make VCRs? And I went on fucking Amazon, Don. Yeah, they do. These motherfuckers are like six and seven hundred dollars to buy a brand new VCR. Okay. Who could buy a giant flat screen TV for less? than what you would pay for a brand new VCR. I want to give you a quick story. Uh, the only reason I have a television, I have a Viso television that's on my wall. It's not yeah. big. It's not the huge, like the fucking ridiculous. It's like a normal size TV. Anyway, yeah. uh, the only reason I have it's like 65 inch, right? Yeah. No, no, oh, it's sure, like, that's a joke. That's a joke. Never mind. It's like a, a 30 inch. I sure. think it's just slightly bigger than my computer. Anyway, yeah. The only reason I have the TV is that Dana and I, the third ex-wife, uh, she and I never owned a TV. She didn't believe in owning a TV, and I just could watch on my computer, so it's no big deal. But she ended up, when we got to Vegas, one of her friends that she'd known in Chicago had moved to Vegas. We reconnected with her while she died. Mm. And, and Dana ended up getting a hold of a bunch of VHS cassettes of her friend performing in Chicago. Like but she didn't want remember something. No, she was like a like a like a an avant-garde performer. Oh, so she you know poet and this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. She, but she couldn't watch it. And at one of her birthdays, I can't remember the word birthday, but we were just going to yard sales because that's what she wanted to do. That's her fucking birthday. So we'll do what she wants. And there at this yard sale is a is is a vh is a, is a vcr you know and it's not a top yeah. loader it's like a it's a it's like yeah, the VCR. Well, well it's like oh the DVD, the combo yeah, the yeah, combo. yeah, yeah and i went so I, so I asked the guys does it does it work <laughs> yeah because you know, i'm not gonna you know it's only 20 bucks but i'm not gonna buy it just like for a paperweight does it work he said right. yeah i said can can you show me and so he plugged it in and he popped in. I don't remember what the, the, the cassette was, but it worked. I went, okay, I'll buy it. Well, the thing about it was I give it to her for her birthday, but we don't have a TV to hook no. it up to. No. So I went, I went to Walmart and I got this, it was like a $160 fucking, you know, Viso TV. And I bought a couple yeah. of adapters and we hooked it up so that she could watch these, these tapes. And she watched them. And then didn't want. Then she got. She literally got rid of the VCR. Once she'd watched them, she'd watched them. Right. They were done. She got right. rid of the VCR. I didn't even know where the VCR went. It was just gone. Well, well, okay. And then when we got divorced, I just looked at her and said, "I said you got one choice because I want this TV." 
because mm-hmm. I bought it. And she went, you can have mm-hmm. it. Great. So I got the TV. But that's did you the make thing. Her tape? Did you make her take the tapes too? I never did. She, I don't know what she did with the tapes. I don't even know what the, the tapes were. I don't know. What she, I don't oh, know. Like, you know, like that's, that's the thing. But all I knew is that the VCR that I bought her, and I it was only 20 bucks, who gives a fuck? But the VCR just <laughs> was gone after she watched it. We did watch, we did watch, uh, because I have DVDs, we we did watch my DVD of Videodrome so we can mm. watch the director's commentary. Right, right. That's and the other thing we used that for. And that's another thing about physical media that no one is really doing yet. I think Netflix has dabbled in it a little bit here and there, like maybe once or twice. No one is doing the cool shit that happens on the DVDs and Blu-rays where you get behind-the-scenes features, you get commentaries you get you get all of that cool shit Donnie know? that's what they're doing on podcasts now now they have whole podcasts that what you would no, but it's a, yeah, yeah 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 I'm not gonna it's I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dismiss that I don't dismiss what I listen to I listen whatever the behind the scenes kind of stuff yeah look there's I these two guys there's there's these two guys I got into podcasts with Mark Marin obviously first and foremost God sure. bless the godfather of podcasting and then uh, um, there were these two guys, uh, 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 Adam Green and Joe Lynch. Have mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're kind of horror-ish movie guys. They have a podcast called The Movie Crypt, and they have um, done over the years uh, it's called live commentary, kind of like what we were trying to do with The Last Dragon. With we The Last Dragon. Which... They they do it far better than we. Like, we only did it the one they, I don't they had. Give uh, us a little but, credit. Yeah, no, it's fair, fair enough. Yeah, we did. I had fun with it. I don't fucking care. It was a fun day. It was, it was, I don't care if it was listening. It was a good fucking time. Really fun I don't time. So fuck them. I don't care. Time. But they've done it. They've done it for like some Friday the 13th movies or whatever over the years. And like, that's fun. And they even do the thing, like, if you're listening to the podcast, we're starting it right now. Sync it up in five, four, three, two, press play. You know, that's a lot fucking different than just plugging in a fucking DVD or a Blu-ray like I did with Thunderball, right? I And that's a movie from 1965, man. Like, yeah. you plug that fucking thing in and it's just right there like, hi, this is so-and-so. I'm a film historian. Or, hi, this is, I think Roger Ebert does one for Casablanca on one of the fucking DVDs, right? Like, that's oh, fucking cool. amazing. Like, that's really fucking, we're never going to get a podcast from fucking Roger Ebert anymore. He's it's, dead. It's true. You know He's what I mean? Like, it's true. It's so true. to have these kind of recorded conversations of uh, 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 screenwriters, directors, uh, 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 critics, uh, you know, uh, actors who are long since passed, to have those contained on a Blu-ray or on a DVD from whatever year they were they were released, that to me is what's so special about owning physical media. The other thing that I would say, and I don't do it as much as I used to because I'm I'm very uh, controlling about my shit now because I've lost too many things over the years. Sharing them. Don, you came over to my house. You're looking at my shit. We smoke a bowl, have a couple drinks, rapping about movies, and we get on this, get on this, get on this. Oh, I've never seen that. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. We're like, oh, man, you got to take this one. I got this one right here. Like, you got to borrow that one. Please borrow it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, I don't do that anymore. I used to 
I don't. I would do never even anymore, let you. But, I would never even let you loan it to me because I know that's how that shit works. Yeah. The, well, I mean, back in the day, you could say like, "We'll just go to fucking Blockbuster and get it or whatever." Like now, yeah. it's like, eh, yeah, I still, I, I wouldn't do it now. But like that was part of the fun of me owning physical media was being able to like share shit with other people, you know. Or you're at my house, we're smoking a bowl, hanging out. Yeah, we're done playing video games. Let's watch this motherfucking movie we were just talking about. I'm going to pop it in right now. I don't have to search for half an hour to find out where the fuck it's streaming, only to find out it's not See, streaming Danny, somewhere. Danny, Danny, if you Look actually have to, we go. you actually have to take a half an hour to find something, you just you just really aren't all that computer savvy. It really doesn't take that long to find it. No, no, you're right. It takes about two minutes, not even, yeah, about two, to push like it into minutes, the fucking yeah. Amazon Fire Stick exactly. to find out that it's not fucking playing Well, anywhere. Well, the thing is... Uh, that's upsetting. So, well, uh, you know, it's not convenient in the way that you like it, and I, I, I appreciate it. Um, it's, it's not, not convenient, convenient in the way that we grew up. I, the thing is, I'm not going to own a lot of digital... I'm not going to own a lot of permanent media because i'm way closer to death than you are so uh what's the point it's just and, stuff and, that's gonna fill a landfill so and maybe you just don't have anybody who's gonna do a yard sale for you i don't know your, exactly. mom, your, sister, your mom and your sister would do a yard sale for you well like they I love said, you. what what do well, they do love me what i want is i want to be cremated and i want a third of my ashes to be put in my trumpet and i want my trumpet to be made into a lamp and then sold at a yard sale I want a third of my ashes to be put in like this cosmic looking jar marked moon dust and then just left like at a Nevada truck stop that you can buy. You can buy the moon dust, right? Alien, you know, the Area 51 kind of thing. And then the other I want made into an ashtray. I want it to be added to the clay, made into an ashtray. And then again, sold like the tackiest ashtray, like a dragon ashtray or some shit or a unicorn ashtray and then sold at a yard sale. And that way I can be, my ashes will live on in the tackiest homes in America. And that's something uh, quite wonderful. But per our double features though, you could pair that unique oddity with a film and have both of them sold at a yard sale or a thrift store or whatever. Just saying. It's an idea. They're your rashes, my man. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Uh, the movie is The Blues Brothers from 1980. I did not pull up a fucking synopsis because <laughs> it's the fucking Blues Brothers. They're on a mission from God. They got to get their band. Got to get. They got to get their band back together in order to save an orphanage that they grew up in that's it it's i mean it's it's that's pretty fucking bare bones synopsis it's like it's, it, and that is the fucking story like that, that is well that's, that's the, the fucking story, story. it's not the movie because what i love <laughs> i like I said i haven't watched this movie in a long time i've always loved it it is it, it, i try to, to me, watch this movie i try to watch this movie i try to watch it once a year i really do okay. It's that fucking good. That is why this is specifically I like to watch. It's oh, this it's is a, one for sure. It's a yeah. weird movie, and like I said, I haven't I haven't watched it for quite some time. Uh, you know, and and I had and in fact I've watched it enough times that I thought about just not watching it and just talking about it. And I went, no, that's not that's not the project. I have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. What I really loved about it is because it's a weird movie in that it, it captures 
I think it captures three very specific, but but not at all compatible, sort of uh, artistic pursuits. Number one, okay, yeah, oh, go, yeah, you, have, yeah. you have that you have that early, uh, not ready for prime time players Saturday Night Live. This was one of those breakout movies where the where you know those guys. It's 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 America's know. introduction to. I, I would say, uh, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, America's introduction to improvisational comedy, sketch comedy, right out of SNL. Like not this movie itself, but but not no, ready but for this, prime this, time this, this Polish daughter, yeah, Bill you, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Go 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 go. Yeah. So you yeah. so you you've got that because Jay really had Animal House uh, earlier mm-hmm. that was sort of like here's. But this is really like these two characters, Jake and Elwood Blues, were created for Saturday Night Live. They were so popular that these two guys said, let's take it on the road because how, you know, we can make some money and this is fun. Then they made a movie. So there's that kind of genre and that kind of thing. Second thing is, this is from a filmmaking perspective, the stupidest bunch of car crashes and destruction hysterical destruction like every car chase every car chase is simply an excuse for john landis to destroy as much shit as he and there's something stupidly hysterical about it okay and then the third part of it that again not compatible with either of these first two is this homage to amazing rhythm and blues artists. I mean, it, it, it's your favorite phrase, stacked cast, but this is a weirdly stacked cast. I mean, <laughs> yeah. this, this, this stacked cast makes no sense on paper. Okay, so we get a stacked cast of non-actors, James Brown, Cab Calloway, John Lee Hooker, <laughs> Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles, but we also have two, at the time, I mean, well, kind of, Two men who were who became and are two of the greatest directors of their generation, Frank Oz and Steven Spielberg, are in this movie as actors. Then you have then you have Henry Gibson and John Candy, all Harry the Fisher. classic, yeah, well, classic comedian. Yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Sorry. Then you have Twiggy and Carrie Fisher, yeah. <laughs> who make no sense to be in this film. And yeah. then it's all this stack um, cast that makes no sense. And it's it, it's one of the things that when watching it again this most recently, I realized the reason I love this movie is there is no other film in history that is anything like this movie. It is so unique and it is such its own thing. There's no other film that even comes, and I'm not saying it's like the best movie. It's just the most unique thing in its own right that there's absolutely no way to define this movie. I no, love the, it. The closest you can, I mean, and look, and Landis at the, at the time was very dismayed that people were not considering this a musical. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, not be fucking kidding me. Because look, we 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 covered Thunderball last time, and everywhere on the internet, you can see how much of Thunderball took place underwater. Right? I have not been able to find how much of the Blues Brothers is music, and how much is 
Oh, but it is. I mean, Mary Lynn, I looked at her and I said the yeah. same thing to her and she's like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. It's like, I don't know. The music is like 90 fucking percent of the movie. And I'm like, I'm not disagreeing. See, it's just no one has done the math on it. Because I would say, I would say it's 50% is music and the other 50% are, are vintage 80, not even 80, 70s fucking cars in mass yeah, destruction. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, 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 mall, the mall scene uh, like, it's like look, it's like look, twelve minutes long of them literally just destroying a mall with cars. It's only three cars involved, but I'm I swear to God, that's the one of the longest. I did scream. It's car destruction. I've done. Seen it. It's hysterical. Done. done. The last twenty seven. I did this math. The last <laughs> the last twenty seven minutes of this movie is a fucking car chase. It is a fucking car chase from the South Shore Cultural Center. To fucking Daily Plaza on the fucking Cook County building. Okay. It is 27 fucking minutes on a Literally chase. an opportunity for John Landis it's to get as though. many fucking car crashes in as many but, different funny but, ways. And yeah, I funny ways. Funny, I ways. funny ways. Funny ways is what you're that that to me is what's it's really freaking funny car crash. Yeah. That's what's cool about this movie. Look. I want to talk about Ronin at some point, the De Niro movie. Like, right? That that has that movie has two of the most brilliant, dramatic car chase uh, sequences outside of Bullet. Even though Bullet is, it's not that great. It's, it's like the, fucking, it, it's nostalgia circle. Just it's classic. Yeah, yeah, but sure. Fucking Ronin has two of the most, the longest, very dramatic car chases. This it's, fucking movie. It, they do it, and they do it with fucking so much well, humor. Here's that the thing, skin, dude. You imagine fucking mall. You talked imagine, about the mall. Imagine Ronan and those very. Because I agree with you about Ronan. I agree. With you. But imagine like they're in the middle of Ronan, and then as as they're in the middle of a thing, De Niro just goes, "Hey, Pier One Imports." I mean, yeah. No, it's literally, just, literally. It's oh, just, wait, wait, wait. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jean Renault is uh, driving the car, and he's like, they got baguettes here. <laughs> it's, right? It's like, just, that's, it's, it's such a funny character study. Oh, I it's love amazing. It. It's, it's amazing. And, like, you look, I, look, everyone can go, please go look this movie. If you haven't watched there it, are, here's the thing. You think you watch know the you, fucking movie. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you, you've seen it. Everybody listening has seen this movie. You've seen this movie. I hope so I trust hope me. So. I hope trust so. me. You've seen this movie, but you don't remember how uh, avant-garde and weird it's. And, you know, I mean, it's like oh, oh, Ray Charles. I, just the moments of things. Uh, it is also there are at least three of the biggest of the largest group dance scenes. Oh, I've dude, ever seen. I mean, you see hundreds of dude, people dancing. Dude, Ray Charles. Hundreds. Ray I, Charles. Jim Brown. Right, James. Yeah. Brown, right, James Brown. The Aretha, yeah. the Aretha Franklin one isn't that big, but it's no. It's that's something. just in the diner, but it. But well, that's because the John Lee Hooker. The John Lee Hooker. It's just John Lee Hooker. It's like, and it's legit, but it's legit, but it's legit. It's totally legit. legit. You you saw Maxwell Street when it was really yeah. Maxwell Street. Like, yes, yes, I did. Fucking. It's legit, like, and that's to me like another reason. Like, I'm we're all over the place with this, but who gives a fuck? We're in, we enjoy this, this film. movie. This movie is so great. Nice. It's so hard. It's so hard to use this word sometimes, but like authentic. 
This movie is authentically Chicago of its fucking time. And 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 I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say this, the only reason that these two white boys got this movie fucking made was because of their fucking bona fides with everyone who was involved with the R&B movement. Yeah. The, the two, we got two kind of musics. We got rhythm and blues. Rhythm like, and blues. Like, yeah, yeah. Come on. Well, it's country western and blues. But, you know, like. The thing about it is they got, they got the bona fides. The reason they got the bona fides yeah. is because they created this, they created this, this skit. That's it. It was a sketch. The blues it wasn't even, it was a, it wasn't even it was just doing, like opening music at SM. yeah well it was it, that was things it was for them it was like all right let's create these characters this is really funny we're gonna do the thing where he's got the handcuffs on the thing and he pulls out the, the handcuff heart. with the yeah, harmonic and you know that kind of stuff and and so that's really funny and so when they make the movie these guys said we're gonna make this movie we want to we want to honor and everybody that they went to said, "Yeah, that sounds like." Well, I mean, a couple fun. of them were already part of the house band at SNL, right? Well, yeah. Well, the whole Blues Brother band is the house. Band. Well, no, 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 not SNL. the whole, not the whole. Right? What was it? it was, Donald Duck. Paul Schaefer. Paul Schaefer was one of the big ones, but he couldn't be in the movie because I think Lauren Michael yeah. was like, "Fuck you." Yeah, they, right? yeah. They had Murph. Murph. Uh, what's his they name? Have, um, they pulled him in. See, I have it pulled up here. But I, yeah, yeah, I, I, Donald Duck, I can't think of his last name, but, uh, Donald Duck Dunn was one Dunn. for sure. Yeah, he, you know, and um, Matt McCartney, Matt McCartney, Matt, Matt Guitar Murphy. Yeah, you know, Lou, Lou, the sax player, he was a part of the SNL band. Right? Right. Uh, Steve Cropper and Donald Duck, Donald Duck, all right, so Steve Cropper and Donald Duck Dunn were part of the Stax Records movement. They were part yeah. of, they were half of Booker T and the MGs. Yeah, Which, exactly. If right. We can, if we green onion, just, like please insert green onion. Right is, is the greatest that song. It's the greatest, oh, dude, dude. dude. Uh, yeah. Lou Lou Marini, Lou Marini, Tom Malone, and Alan Rubin had all played mm -hmm. Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and they were part of the house band of Saturday Night Live. Okay. You know, one of the things that I want to point out, and this is the thing, is because none of these guys are great actors, but Alan Rubin, they don't but Alan Rubin. Is good enough as an actor as the Maitre D that you wonder if he's actually a trumpet player because he's really quite good in the role, but he's actually the trumpet player. You know, I mean, it's like that's really his thing. But as like as a side gig as an actor, he was actually quite good in this movie. Oh, I think that was Donald Dunn that you're talking about. No, I, Donald Dunn's a bass wait, player. Wait, who is? Al Marini. Alan Rubin's a trumpet player. He's the maitre d'. Oh, That's Alan Rubin. He's yeah. the he's the maitre d' at the Chapal. The, the Chapal. He's the maitre. Oh, d'. He's really. But he's not. He's all. He's not a keyboard player. player. No, he's the trumpet player. That's Murph. Oh, okay. 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 Murph is the keyboard. Murph. Player. Murph from the Magic Zone. Murph from the, the Magic Zone. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 Quando. Yeah. 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 Dude, every time, every time, every time as a kid, every time we would find ourselves. Because we used to cruise around a lot. My dad had a, what was it, a 1971, 1972 Cadillac Eldorado convertible. Fucking a big fucking mile-long two-door. Classy shit. Classy triple shit. white fucking. No, it was a piece of shit is what it was. But no, it was It classic. was fucking fun. It was fun at the time, right? Um, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty beat up anyway. Because I remember all the cracks in the leather seats and shit. Yeah, it, it was a piece of shit, but it was fun, right? I had a 1972 Mercury Marquis, so I understand. Uh, 
we would cruise around all the fucking time when I was a kid. And, you know, those North Shore kind of neighborhoods, like by the Drake Motel and this, that, and we would just cruise all the time because you could do that back then. Gas was what? 67 cents a day. 16, 16 bucks. No yeah. Gave, sure. No one gave a shit, right? And every time we would drive past, it wasn't called the Shape Hall, but it was where they shot the Shape Hall. Yeah, my dad, my, my mom or my dad, one of them would call out, you know, they got $10 soup there. <laughs> every fucking time. And I was just like, like this, this movie, so like this movie, this movie is a pure nostalgia play. <laughs> I loved it. It's a pure nostalgia. It's a pure nostalgia play, but it's like from a Chicago perspective. Yeah, but this is like a, but it's like it's like a formidable film. Right? Yeah, yeah. It it, it 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 like it 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 fully informs how I ended up getting into dance and musical theater. It fully okay. informs how I got into uh, dramatic acting and wanting to be a film actor. Um, it just like. It, and 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 just like filmic structure and and how shots are put together and how editing works right to tell a story on film this this stripes animal house you know what i mean like they're that whole 80s like, sort of really like, yeah those yeah, guys man. were really yeah. having some fun yeah. and the other thing that i'll say uh that i really i had forgotten um but found myself and maybe this is in response to you know what we watch now you know what, what's what's coming mm -hmm. out now mm -hmm. but one of the things i really appreciated and i didn't realize that i would appreciate it so much is how unpolished so much of it is you know it's like the dance sequences they're not yeah. the blues brothers are not great dancers nope. even when you have these huge crowds out on the street doing your dancing they look mm -hmm. like actual people dancing and their well, dancing is the, not perfectly in sync right it's the, not perfectly choreographed it's the, just fun the the james brown sequence was very much uh, non-dancers just real yeah real it, it's just control. out of control it's hysterical according to what john landis he kind of learned his lesson with that and so they hired real dancers for james brown and for aretha franklin sequences because yeah yeah he was like that was too much and like we can't have that happen again now that's partly because the budget was being blown the fuck out but, by cocaine and a lot of yeah, partying yeah so, but when you do yeah. the ray charles shake it shake it shake it shake it baby that yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like a it's like I a two block it. area with people dancing. and people on the L on the L tracks above it's everywhere and there are hundreds really of people and they're not man. and it's not professional it's not polished nope. but it's nope. real and it makes you fucking feel brilliant. yep you know even even the Blues Brothers when they one of my favorite it's, it is one of my when they're they're doing um the i don't think it's many the butcher but it might be many the butcher maybe yeah it's many the butcher but they're they're doing the da, 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 and the and then jake and elwood are trying to sneak past the cops and they're like walk walk walk, oh, walk. Yeah, yeah it's choreographed yeah but the thing is yep. it's badly choreographed because they don't even walk in step no because it's a, yeah 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 because it's, it's not, really it's not it's, done to the thing yeah 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 it, it, yes, it's yes, just yes. because it's so quiet it's yes. just like it's so not polished at the time believable, at, and i love the, that at the time there were a lot of a lot of criticisms about exactly what you're saying right and there's what one, i love it there's there's one point like and if you watch it we all have watched it when you watch it 
Aretha Franklin is not lip syncing. She, oh. she is she is not lip syncing properly to her shit. Oh no, no, she did. It's terrible. The only the only thing about, I, I believe I know for a fact James Brown is not lip syncing because they recorded his vocals live on set. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I believe uh Ray Charles and Aretha Franklin were both working to playback, which is the pre-recorded music and they're lip syncing, right? Yeah. Aretha Franklin could not get in time with her own fucking vocals on the pre-recorded track, which is mind-blowing to me, but also not because when you're that kind of musician, you're that kind of uh, player, singer. You performer. don't do it the same you way do every it time. It's Sinatra. It's Sinatra, yeah. right? Like every time is a different fucking arrangement, a different fucking take, different musicians, different venue, different yeah. vibe. Like the, you're, you're performing to the fucking vibe of the place. Um, he also got criticized. Uh, Lou, I think it was Lou Marini, right? Who's the, yeah. the saxophone player? That's Lou. Yeah, Lou. He gets cut out. It, he's standing on top of a counter behind Aretha Franklin, and all you see is like from his hands and waist down with a yeah. saxophone and his goofy fucking 70s bell bottoms and shoes. Yeah. And everybody is like, why the fuck did you frame it that way? And Landis, of course, is like, I thought it was funny. Like, yeah, and it is. Funny. I don't care. I thought it was funny. I think it's funny too, because I'm like, this is like, what is that choice? Like, it's great, you know? Uh, yeah. It is it makes no sense on paper no, that if you were no. to if you were to pitch this as it but, is, you'd but, look at it and go, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But because it is what it is, it's just it's one of a kind film. It's a one of a kind film. And to that point, I don't think that there's any fucking way anyone would ever make anything like this nowadays ever again. I just no way. See, I actually think I I think. What, 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 I'll say. what recently comes even closer? Oh, no, I don't think they're making them now, but I, I, I no. get a sense, and, and, a, and a buddy of mine, Bob Fisher, I don't know if you've ever met Bob, but Bob is, uh, he did the mammals in Chicago, and he, been talking, he and I have been talking about art and theater, and I think, and it may be, you know, some COVID stuff, and maybe there's a lot of stuff going on. I think maybe people are starting to, they're looking for, the the weird they're looking for the unpolished they're looking for something that's not TikTok. they're looking for art that is a little weirder and a little edgier and i'm hoping that's the case i'd like to see the pendulum swing that way because then i, I could spend the last decade of my life actually creating that shit <laughs> yeah because yeah, that's right. my shit that's my jam right but right. uh i i'd like to say that there are some movies that are 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 I'd, this, I don't know if they're out there, but I'd like to believe that there are some, some fucking whack-ass idiots out there who are coming up with some ideas, and they have fucking smartphones, and they're like, this would be really yeah, funny. I and, they, and, and, and I hope that's the case. I hope. They, I, don't, I don't know it's the case, but I hope it's the case. I don't disagree with that. I hope, as, as you hope, you know, I have a tattoo on my arm that says, while I breathe, I hope. Um. This I'm getting movie, another beers, so keep talking. This movie cost twenty-seven point five million dollars in nineteen eighty money. So, if I have any kind of trepidation or uh, fear about uh, our hopes 
of weirdo fucking artists trying to make dope shit like this, let alone comedic musical dope shit like this. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not a math person. I don't know what $27.5 million is in 2023 money. Um, I'm sure it's a lot. I don't think, I don't think you can shoot the fucking look. Could you shoot the blues brothers on your iPhone? hundred percent. Could you get all of the fucking musicians, all of the music licensing, all of the dope actors, all of the fucking cars to crash them, all of the fucking locations that they shot this shit in no fucking way. So, you know, I, you know, I, I'm all about modern filmmakers trying to do what they can with what they have. What I think I miss, and you and I have gotten into some arguments about this shit over the, the last couple of years, just with our kind of uh, offline uh, uh, kind of pontificating. Um, I miss the kind of freewheeling days where artists were just given money to just fucking make shit. You know, and this is a product of that. And I think it's one of the finer products of it. Look, there were a lot of fucking shit shows that happened. Uh, Popeye being one of them. Okay. Popeye. Look, and I love I that movie. I, you love that movie. I think it's I know. We both, I love that movie. Both, we both, we both, both do. Both do. But there, uh -huh. were a lot, there are a lot of, like, not great versions that came out of people being really high out of their fucking minds. And I'll be honest with you, I was watching this with Mary Lynn uh, a couple of nights ago. I watched it a couple of times, just on and off, you know. It's so much fun. Last two weeks, just because it is fun. I watched yeah. it one way all the way through, and then it was just on and off, on and off, on and off, you know, the rest of the time, because it's just that much fun. And uh, we were we we did. We got to the the James Brown, the church sequence where uh, 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 Jake finds God. He sees and the light. My God, I looked at her and I was like, cocaine really <laughs> is a hell of a drug. It fucking Jesus Christ. How much fucking cocaine were these people on? And God bless, because like there was some great shit that came out of it. And he's also dead now. So, you know, I, eh, I, eh, I don't know, you know, fucking Ackroyd talks about it. he was, he fucking did cocaine. Carrie Fisher was his fucking girlfriend oh. at the time of making the Blues Brothers. Yeah. They were all on cocaine. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's just that Belushi lived to the fucking and fucking degree and just, you know, he went too far and he fucking crossed over. What are you going to do? But they were all fucking complicit in it. They all took fucking drugs. Everybody's. Everybody's I ended up wasted. finding. I found a copy of Wired. Have you ever read it? With uh, I have. I have read it. Woodward yeah. was it Bob Woodward? Who did that one? Uh, that's yeah, that's Woodward Bob or Bernstein. Yeah, no, it's but it's it's Woodward. Yeah, I. It was like a couple. It was like a year or two after moving out to L.A. Our local. I like the movie version of it, but yes, the book is way better. I'd never seen that. That's with um from the Chiklis. streets. Yes. Yeah, met Michael Chiklis. Yeah, I never seen really. Um, I actually really I thought I thought they did a fine job, but the book. The book is just so much. It's just so much better. Yeah. It's just oh, the, the book the is book. the book is yeah. Well, and brilliant. Well, Ackroyd and Judy Belushi and a lot of people have a lot of problems with that fucking book. Oh, I know um, it's because it told well. Bob Woodward's that guy. He's going to yeah. tell the truth from his perspective, and he's going to paint it the way he's going to paint it, and it's not very flattering. It's not very I flattering. Thought, 
I found that book. My local library branch was doing like a fucking like outdoor book sale. It was like seventy five cents, and I was like, yeah. "Oh shit!" It's, it's it's such a good. It's got it's a, you know, and I'm I'm stupid. I'm like outing myself here, but it, it's it's probably one of the one of the first biographies that I read. Oh, I love biographies. So okay, yeah, yeah, or, you know, yeah, what, yeah. What, I'm a big I, fan of those. I, I like that genre. I like that genre. God damn, it was so good. It was so fucking good, and like. I knew everything. I knew the SNL. Like I had visually seen where he was, especially being in like, whatever. Yeah. I had seen all of those places. I've seen all the movies. I I know all of the actors and people he was working with, the punk bands. You know what I mean? Like I like I knew all of it, and like the book just vividly came alive to me. So yeah, I, this movie is just I, look. If anyone hasn't seen it, if you're like 20 years old listening to this. I don't know who our 20 year old listeners are, but please go watch the fucking movie. It's, it's so good. good. It's, it's so, so good. Good. And then just go, just go, go down a fucking Wikipedia fucking K hole with it all. Cause it's, there's so many fucking like just uh, amazing tidbits of history. I have one question for you, Don. All right. As a former Second City, person member what, I was a member and a teacher yeah where was the OG Blues Brothers bar oh the 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 bar that was last act okay because I had a couple there were a couple things I found online that's why I wanted to I I mean I, I assumed it was last act that's what I always assumed I don't know the Earl of Old Town which is now Corcoran's on oh my god yeah Corcoran's one okay. that's one that's one or Old Town Ale House on North Avenue. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. I, last act is on Wells. Uh, Old Town is on North. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's I'm across. Up and I'm like, They're both across the street. Which fucking one was it? Well, there. You know? The thing is, I've been, the- I've been to fucking Old Town Ale House a million times. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've only been to Corcoran's like twice. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like one is the one is I mean, one is across the street from the front, like the the famous from the new the new front. Yeah, the of, new front. I can say the other one is across the street from the old front, and right. Uh, right. I I think it was I think it's last act, but I I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, That's what I always thought yeah. it was. No, yeah. I just I just I just want I'm not meaning to put you on the spot. I was just really oh, I just, because you spent a lot of time there, so I was just like I I did spend I mean, a lot uh, of time there, but you also remember that uh they're, they're like on the corner of Wells and North on the east corner was is now McDonald's Express. It used to Oh be, yeah, uh, and and yeah, there's a to, Boston Boston Market. Yeah, there's right a there, Boston right? Market. <laughs> but but instead but but when I when I got there in my days, uh it was the uh and I don't actually remember what the name of the diner was, but we called mm. it the Roach Coach. Sure. Because it was a filthy fucking diner. And, yeah, and I'm sure and right across from that was the Hooker Express. Assorted drinks, your favorite beverages, hot coffee, hot dogs the way you like them, ice cream smoothly. Um, I'm going to start with the Blues Brothers. All right. And then the second movie that I am going to encourage everybody to watch is 1992's Wayne's World. Oh, also, no. also, okay. also, another a, fucking two weeks in a, a row it, with my Mindless movies. It's right. a Saturday, okay. it's a Saturday Night Live. Uh, <laughs> Saturday Night Live. It's very music heavy. Mm-hmm. Lots mm-hmm. of music in it. You mm-hmm. know, 
it is uh it's it's these two characters that are very i mean they were sketch characters yeah. on yeah. snl and uh and it is one of my again one of my if, 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 of the snl sort of like hey let's break out it's one of my favorites it's just super fucking fun and it's very chicago and then i'm going to follow that up with and this is the one that will end the night oh boy 1991 alan parker's the commitments wow that's a that's a that's a that's an early tom rosenberg produced film yeah there you go it's and, and, it, okay. and the reason okay. i say the commitments okay. is while it's not a com it's not a comedy is that like a but it it is a it is i've never seen it oh my god is it like a beatles it. it's like a beatles-esque no no no, no it's not. well i mean it's i i guess you could say there's there's i don't know shit basic, about it that's why i'm asking it's basically yeah. it's basically it's in ireland it's and it's this irish uh r&b band mm. sam cook mm -hmm. and the guy that's like the lead singer so early beatles basically well you know it's like, you know anyway no no yeah yeah, yeah okay you okay. know uh but but the the music you know try a little tenderness i mean yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and the yeah, thing yeah. that's yeah. wonderful is it's this great story about these kids trying to kind of make it and they and they and they don't because they can't get along i mean they all have different goals so really lovely movie would you, would you say fucking would... music is tits up and what is really lovely about it is that the actual actors are doing the actual music and it rocks it is so much fun okay the reason they don't get along the reason they don't get along would you say is it because they have different commitments Okay, so my my selections are uh, 1984s. Uh, both of mine are actually from 1984. Ironically, yes, they are. Noticed that. Um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go with one that I I really thought was earlier than 1984, but it's not. Um, uh, fucking Spinal Tap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fucking Christopher Guest. Technically, right? it is called This Is Spinal. Oh, Tap. This Is Spinal Tap. That's the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Rob Reiner, right? Uh God, it's you so know, fun. About, talk again about stacked cast, right? Like, just a great, great. I mean, what fucking Billy Crystal is in one one? He's a mime. He's not well, even it's like, yeah. He's well, like, the thing is, Billy Billy Crystal in this movie is the same as Paul Rubens. Yes. In Blue yes. Brothers. I mean, he's got yes. one scene as a waiter. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Yes. So funny. Yes. So it's. I mean, you know, solid movie. Uh, uh musical. Um, oh, it's the funniest movie he's ever made. Really more of a mockumentary, which is uh, well, that's the kind of style, you know. It's like the very first mockumentary, actually, right? Yeah, right. You know, I mean, it's like it's the one that said that. I think, I think so. I, I mean, think it is, but yeah, yeah, I could be wrong. It, but I, I, but I think it really is. I agree. I agree. It's uh, so funny. Yeah, just the, the music in that movie, and and they are like the Blues Brothers. They are legitimately really good. They're really, they're, yeah, they, they were, are performing. They went out and performed as Spinal Tap. Yeah. Outside of being in the fucking movie. Like they went to which is why, shit. Which is why when they do Stonehenge, so you're good. like, what the fuck? They're nailing it. They're nailing it. You know, big bottoms. I mean, everything about that movie is just classically fucking funny. And, it, and like the Blues Brothers, it has so many catchphrases that have translated into pop culture before there were memes yeah. before memes existed right those of right. us that did not have twitter right. we actually had catchphrases 
Yeah, and this memorized this lines from fucking movies, right? And Mine that goes to leads, eleven. It goes to eleven. That, that leads into I've been slimed. So <laughs> you know, nineteen eighty four Ghostbusters, right? Yeah, like yeah, Ackroyd, Ackroyd that came from the fucking brain of Dan Ackroyd, just like fucking Blues Brothers did. Yeah, uh, Belushi was uh, supposed to be in this movie. Yeah, they um, died. Slimer, Slimer was uh, a kind of a tribute to Belushi in this film. Mm -hmm. um, just, yeah, man, uh, quotable as all get out. Um, hilar fucking hilarious, but also heartfelt. Also very, just like very real. Like there are some very scary moments in oh yeah ghostbusters and, and, and peter Brinkman is a scum is a sexist scumbag yeah 100%. like in the worst I mean, possible way so he's bill murray what he's doing it he's doing it yeah 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 no 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 hands down i mean it's a fucking brilliant film so yeah, yeah, yeah i would i i would i would go actually i would yeah i would go i would go blues brothers spinal tap ghostbusters i think i think that's how i'd do it that's i think I'd that's a good I think you know, that's a good combo. Yeah, that's a good right? combo. Yeah, that's not too. Yeah. That's not. It's not too music heavy. See, I think I would end with Blues Brothers on that. Yeah. I, I totally understand why. I would yeah. put Ghostbusters in the film. Spinal Spinal Tap, Ghostbusters, Blues Brothers. That's how I would do it. But I, I right. totally respect your decision. I like it. I like it. This is why we're co-programming. I like this. The movie that I'm looking forward to, and I think you'll appreciate it, it reminds me, um, now I can't even think of the name of it, but there was a Cage, Nicolas Cage did a movie where he didn't speak a word, and basically oh, he gets into this like, uh, I, know where you're, I, know where, I know where you're right? You know what that movie is? Yeah, yeah. So this is the movie, this is the movie that I, I want mm -hmm. to think. Mm -hmm. Hi, this is Mike. I was just calling to see if that job that you offered was still available. Yes. The security guard. I will take anything. This place was huge in the 80s with the kids. They shut it down years ago. The owner's just not ready to let it go yet. I will work and you will sleep. I understand. Give me your hand. All you have to do is keep your eyes on the monitor. Welcome to Freddy Fazbear's, where fantasy and fun come to life. Okay. You must be a new security guard. Can I uh, help you, officer? Have you met them yet? Met who? Them. went missing the police searched freddy's top to bottom hello they never found them it's why the place shut down there are ghost children possessing giant robots thanks for the heads up technically they're animatronics 
What do they want? They want to make her like them. Bobby! Tell me how to stop them. <laughs> it's too late. Bobby, go! <laughs> Where to? Why do I always get the weirdos? My film is Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, and it just, it, it, part of it is um, I like the actors that they've got in it. You know, it's like, it's going to be a lot of fun. But really, let's be honest with you. I grew up in the Chuck E. Cheese world. Oh, fuck yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and that shit. Was see, Chuck, I, Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz dude, Pizza. See, that's the thing is, I was there before Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese was just a bit player Word. in sh- in Showbiz Pizza, Showbiz where Pizza. you had the, you had the, the giant animatronic ape. No, you had an oh, ape. it was an ape. Oh, yeah, the, it was a big ape, and Chuck E. Cheese was just sort of like the drummer. I don't even remember what Chuck E. was, but he was just like sort of like a random member. I think of the he band. was. I think I think he was the Yoko actually whatever yeah. he was a random member of the band but the but the showtime pizza showtime pizza was showtime. the great big motherfucking ape oh. who sang oh and i mean I, and that shit was both amazing and wow. absolutely fucking terrifying sure. and so uh in 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 and actually i would say because usually you're the one that picks the the fucked up horror film of the week so i <laughs> I get I get to pick the fucked up horror yeah. film. It is it Good is Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse and and it's made by the producer who made Megan, that fucked Word. up Megan thing. I fucking and, hated that movie, but all right, yeah. Well, I didn't it, hate it. it. I didn't hate it. I didn't yeah. hate it. I take I thought back. it was fun. I didn't hate it. It was fun. I all right, anyway. Well, maybe anyway. Yeah. Anyway, but five nights were thinking about the movie you were thinking about. They almost sued, actually. Five nights God, I love it that. started out five nights at Freddy started out as a video game. Right. Oh wow! I did not it's know a video that. Video game, yeah, it's a video game franchise. They almost sued the makers of, or maybe they did sue. I don't fuck. I don't follow everything, right? Uh, Willie's Wonderland was the movie. What it is of with Nicholas? I, 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 I stumbled I upon. It. I stumbled upon that movie on fucking Shutter or Amazon. Mm-hmm. I don't even fucking remember where the fuck I found it. Nicholas Cage literally says like five things it's like it, 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 it's a totally silent movie movie yes but it's he, so he's a drifter who comes good. to town whose car breaks down in order to pay the mechanic for his car to be fixed he goes and spends the night cleaning it's, up he's a janitor yeah i mean that's why they it's the same or but i love willie's wonderland and i loved it enough that i want to see uh five nights at freddy's because i fucking love the idea of haunted showbiz pizza i love animatronic animals that come to life and want to kill you that shit is golden i'm down sounds great and you're you're the thing you are looking most forward to is
about boys at school? Must be some handsome ones. Priscilla, not a great trailer. Uh, it's a teaser. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a teaser. teaser. Yeah, it's not Nathan the full trailer. Me by Priscilla Presley. It's directed yeah. by uh, writer, written, director, written and directed by Sophia Coppola. And uh, and I, you know, and given that I that I don't know how you felt about the Baz Luhrmann Elvis, I loved Haven't, it. Have not seen it yet. I think it's. I, I think it's I remarkable, but. Yeah. To me, uh, like a double feature would be because because I love Sofia Coppola. I think she's yeah. fucking God, well, dude. The Virgin Suicides, Lost in Translation, Marie Antoinette. That the nobody Beguiled, else is making the remake of the Beguiled was. Oh, I, I saw it in the cinemas. It 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 was not a good movie. No, but, but she's but making movies looked, no one else is making. It looked gorgeous. It this looked is the thing gorgeous. I love about Sofia Coppola is that she did the <laughs> she did the fucking Godfather three and got oh, just just just, just destroyed. Yeah, and she came back by making movies. You know, we Not talk about Blues Brothers. Well, we, we talk about Blues Brothers being so mm -hmm. like this unique unicorn of a film. Every film she's made makes no sense but is actually wonderful it's like what the fuck no, it's, thing look, i love look, it. it's it, i love it i don't mean to be a dick because i really really appreciate that artists like her exist okay mm -hmm. but it's the privilege that she came up with that she's allowed to make the films that she makes i appreciate no. Oh, no, no 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 i'm not saying that as a negative i know i'm just saying, saying so. all i'm I'm just saying, like, you know, a fucking broke kid from, you know, the fucking Bronx can't make the movies that she did. It's fine. No, like, no, she's definitely got some nepotism going on. There's no question about that. Well, and, and, I don't even know if it's nepotism as much as, like, it, well, I guess if, if nep nepotism. Fucking is fucking well, dark, of course. If nepotism equals access to money, then. Yeah. Sure, I agree with you. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Got it yeah. going on. But, but, but I appreciate what she does with her. Yeah. Her yeah. access, as opposed to the fucking Jagoffs like Paris Hilton or some yeah. of those dumb She's She's things. doing something okay. oh, unique. I, Sorry. I know. She's doing something unique and she's yes. doing something yes. creative. Yes, yes, yes. And, and quite frankly, let's be honest, almost intentionally non commercial, which yes. you know I appreciate. Yes, so yeah. I'm looking. I mean, fucking yeah. Did did I saw this on your list. I was like, yeah, I want to see this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a yeah. lot. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so that's kind of like Elvis. Like I, I would it's prefer from, to see Priscilla. You know what I mean? See, well, so I love Elvis. I really no, no, I'm like gonna watch it. it. I'm gonna watch it. We're, we're talking I, about. I think because I, I love Baz Luhrmann. It's he's so oversaturated. He's fucking phenomenal. He's a great filmmaker. He's a great. I gotta filmmaker. love him. Anyway, yeah. so I watch it. I watch it. So that's the Blues Brothers. That's what we're doing um, for next week. You ready? You ready for your surprise? You ready for your surprise? I don't know that I'm ready, but okay, I'm ready. We're gonna go back a little bit. Oh, we're gonna go to 1973. We're gonna go see a, a movie starring two matinee idols. I mean, idols of film. And Robert Shaw. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna watch The Sting from 1973. Oh what a great, what a great it's just it's it's like wow. I feel like you just put a blanket on me. 
Oh. Well, the thing about it is, it was one of those things because I've got oh, a number of movies don't. that I, you know, you, you and I both have like our oh, lists. But as I was oh, going no. through the list, what I realized was <laughs> after watching the Blues Brothers, I enjoyed watching it so much, you know? Yeah. And I realized, what's a movie? Okay, yeah, there's lots of movies we can talk about, but what's a movie I really kind of haven't watched in a while that I really want to watch that's on my list? And I looked at it and went, Man, I really want to watch The Sting because that's a fucking great fucking movie. You probably got to still, you probably still got a little chubby over, uh, over Robert Redford from The Natural, so that's understandable. I, you know, but this is, but this is that. It's fine. If you're gonna have a chubby over somebody, I mean, you might as well. But you know, it's Scott, it's it's it was the resurgence of ragtime. Let's be honest. You know, the Scott yeah, yeah, job. Yeah, we'll yeah. get it. That's, so, you don't have to, that's yeah, what we're gonna do next week. Next week, it's gonna be The Sting. Love it. Love it. God damn. All right. All right. That's the show. Thank you for listening. Uh, Review us if you listen. I don't think I've seen one fucking review bomb yet. No, we've got we've got all bagoffs out there. All five star reviews. All five star (laughs) reviews. So uh, we'll take them. And we love love you. We'd love it. We'd love it if you do it. We're no longer on Stitcher because Stitcher Um, is going out of business. Ah, fuck it. Oh, crap. So whatever. Um, but we're still on Spotify. We're still on Apple Podcasts, and uh, we'll talk at literate8.com, right? Goddamn right. Oh, that's, that's exactly right. We'll see you at the movies. Uh, uh, excuse me. I don't think there's anything wrong with the action on this piano. Well, I heard about the fella you've been dancing with all over the neighborhood. So why didn't you ask me, baby? Or didn't you think I could? Well, I know that the boogaloo is out of sight. But the shingle is a thing tonight. But if that was you and me, I got baby. I'm gonna show you how to do it right. Do it right. Uh-huh. Do it right. Do it right. Do it right. Do it right.
man. We'll take these axes. Naturally. And as usual, I gotta take an owl you. <laughs> 